Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello there. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for today's episode, which is a little late from the release schedule, but it's, as you can see, a long one from the runtime, and we set up some pretty big things in it, so I wanted to make sure that it all flowed well and sounded great and just really came together the way we had envisioned it when we played it. And I think we nailed it. I hope you think so, too. We'd love to hear what you think. Also, we're not going to do an interlude, so a huge thank you to Kyle Classit from Bombarded, who is in this episode as well, reprising his role as Varanox for this episode. We really hope that you enjoy what he's brought to the show here for us and invite you to go check out Bombarded. Bombarded is a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast where they all play bards and sing music and write music and save the day as only bards can do. It's awesome. It's hilarious. Kyle does a great job running it. And we invite you to go check them out. All the details are linked down in the description. Please do so, because they are wonderful and beautiful people. Now, I won't distract you anymore. We'll get you to today's episode. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, it's real nice to meet you. My name is Lipsinky Pip Diggins. Perhaps it would be for your own health to see if I can't suss out a resolution to what you need. I don't appear like I've got a choice. You, uh, you ever heard of this one? Black Blackpool? No, it's not ringing any bells. I welcome you to Blackpool. And if you need anything, do not hesitate to ask. So you're, you're not from here? No, no, just, just traveling through. So, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the trouble. Why the digging? You felt like they were in the ground? Just gotta go on my instincts about what the right thing to do is, and that felt like the right thing to do. I have a hinky feeling about all this, but I got a good feeling about you, Pip. Oh, well, that's awfully nice. I got a good feeling about you guys, too. I will send out word throughout the town and send it to the appropriate people and let them know that the heroes of Faerun, the decimators of dragons, are here to help our fair little haven. And I'm sure they will be more than welcoming to have you come in and squash out whatever bugs seem to be crawling around. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons! We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Carla Maxted. <laughs> That's me. I am playing Lipsinky Pip Diggins, a deep gnome. You don't know why yet. Something. Oh. Something with magic. Yep. And Amy Moore. That's me. I'm playing Thea Amastasia. And I'm on slow motion. <laughs> All right, I'll speed it up just a little bit. Oh, and sorry. Tom Laird. That's uh, me. I'm playing Flint Firebeard. And back with us again today from Bombarded, 
It's your dungeon maestro, Kyle Glassett. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for having me. This is uh, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I'm just stoked to get to it. Yeah. We're going to get into it this episode. Let's, let's do it. Where we got a whole bunch of things where we just get into is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, where when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Christian Brown. Yay. Thanks, Thanks Christian. Christian. You rock. Thank you, Christian. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. You wake up the next day and you go to the hospital to grab Lipsinky. When you get there, Varnox is there waiting for you with his, his trio. Good morning. Good morning. I imagine... uh, hey there, hey there, Varnox. <laughs> Did you rest well? Yeah, pretty delightful. Yes, the the inn was very comfortable. Fantastic. Well, uh, I have made arrangements amongst the uh, the townsfolk, and have also spoken with the the doctors here to permit Lipsinki to be able to uh, travel around with you as you investigate these uh, the ailment of our fair little city. I mean, proposed cool, ailment, but sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean. We're listening to Lipsinky at this point, so uh, I don't, I don't want to, you know, downplay what they may be experiencing or hearing. And you know, if there's something to it, then you're absolutely right. We should try to seek it out and you know, do the good thing. That's right. What's the worst that could happen? That's a very, very good question, Thea. I can't even fathom what it might be. Good way to set up the adventure. Why, Amy? Why? <laughs> I've never played this game before. <laughs> As you're discussing, who knows what? Uh, the doors open, and uh, two of the attendants uh, op- open the door, and Lipsinki uh, exits into the day. Well, hi, Lippy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a fun new nickname. Nobody's ever called well, me that before. It's usually Pip, but I'll go with Lippy. If that's what you like. Might be a random assortment of a jumble of the same letters of your name put together. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's so nice to be outside. And can I... Um, I want to see if my powers are back. Okay. How are you testing this? Well, let me tell you how I'm going to test it. All right. I'm going to uh, cast Thaumaturgy, and I'm going to say, it's such a beautiful day, and see if it's three times as loud as normal. Uh, it definitely echoes through the Muddy Bunny alleyway. Oh. I'm startled as all get out. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. Had I been drinking a coffee, I've since dropped it on the ground. <laughs> Spilled it all over here. You see, in the window of the Muddy Bunny pet shop. Uh, bunnies just hopping wildly. Hold on. Is it only bunnies in this pet shop? It's only it's all bunnies. It's been established so far. I mean, that's your thing. Great. What's in the window? They're just in a weird mud pit. <laughs> They're like the dirtiest animals you've ever seen. You're like, why well, is like this a little shop pink a place? sky, but it's got little bunnies in it. It's cute. Uh, well, um, with, with that loud yell... I assume you're prepared. Do you have everything you require to check foundations or basements? Also, how did you make your voice that loud? Just gotta know. One magic user to another. Oh, it's just a little thing I like to call. And then I do it again. 
Thaumaturgy. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, boy. That is impressive. You you didn't read it off a scroll or anything. How, how did you do it? Well, it's just one of the things I can do. I've heard about you. I know, you know, sometimes certain magics you can just do. Can I tell if she's a fellow druid? Can I give her a hug and just know? What's with you and the hugging? I mean, you gotta roll <laughs> high on your rope again. <laughs> Can I roll? I mean, you could ask, but yeah, Are sure. you a druid? Oh, that's so nice of you to ask. No, I'm not a druid. Are you gonna make me go through the whole list of, of all the magic people we have in our world? I mean, I, I feel like here. it's... Maybe a little bit rude of you to just be asking, but I mean, you oh did just gosh, get me out right. of prison, so. No, I'm so sorry. I would like it to be a surprise. <laughs> um, do I still have my bracer on, or did they take that away when I was? Uh, everything was taken from you previously. Mm-hmm. I will leave it up to Varnox if they grant you things back. Mr. Mayor, how would you feel about me getting that bracer back? It's black, it's got a small diamond in it. It's... Please call me Varnox. Well, if you promise to stop yelling as loud as you have been, perhaps that can be arranged. But this is the kind of, uh, you know, disrupting the peace that you were doing before, which has gotten you in this situation. So, right, right. Perhaps dial it back a little bit, especially if you're going to be going into people's houses. Um,. And yes, I think I think we can arrange that. And I uh, I snap for one of the doctors to go get her belongings. One of the attendants goes back inside after a few moments, comes back out with a a bag and box of things and hands them to you. And appears all your belongings are in there. Great. Well, I've got a bracer that I strap on. And Lipsinky, oh, what what is it that this bracer does? Why does it mean so much to you? Well, it's got a lot of sentiment value, and also, and I press the diamond, and it shoots out, and it's a, it's a never dulling shovel that I used to dig my holes. Ah, <laughs> wasn't well, that just super handy? I press it again, and it goes back in. Interesting. Well, okay. Well, I don't think we're going to be needing that. I had an idea, Pip. That maybe you were feeling compelled to dig because these voices that you're hearing are underground. But I don't think anyone would be able to yell to you if they were just buried in a hole. Do you think maybe they could be in a basement somewhere? Well, golly, I don't know. I mean, tunnel. Let me let me see if I can hear them. They'll be louder now that I'm outside. And what, do you want me to roll something, Russ? Yeah. Okay. What do you want me to roll? <laughs> Probably a d20. Arcana. Okay. Arcana. Okay. Probably or a good... Or would it be a perception? Mm. I'm just yeah, wondering, because no. it's not her knowledge of it. It's just being able to, like, be open to the voices. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Go perception. Okay. Unless Arcana was a better role. It was a way better role, but that's okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's okay. It's a 19 anyway. Leave it to Amy to talk you out of a good role. Yeah. 19. All right. If she can't physically touch your dice, she will touch them with words. <laughs> that's right. Watch out. I'll curse your dice. Yeah, as you exited the building, um, you they were a little louder, but now that you're focusing on them, you can, you can hear 
distinct cries or calls uh, for help. Um, and no real, sorry, no real precise location. Okay. Just kind of. Is it like echoing around? Okay, but several voices. Yes. Okay. Do you hear anything? Well, I can hear him, but I'm not sure exactly where I need to go. I mean, all I did before was just waited and listened, and then and then went sort of, you know, where it felt like the right place to go. So, if y'all are on board for that plan again, can we just do that? I don't have anything else scheduled for today. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is why we're here. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to leave the Muddy Bunny Alley and head into town, I guess, sort of back towards the Blackpool Tavern and Inn. Inn and Tavern? Okay. Whichever it was. Inn and Tavern. Okay. Uh, Lipsinki just starts walking away. Novreth says, well, if you if you need anything, just feel free to give us a, give us a, a holler. We'll do, buddy, buddy. Sure, yeah, we'll do. I start skipping after Tip. Y'all take care. I look forward to seeing what you find, or hopefully don't find, of course. Um, however, this this cannot get in the way of a good day of chore, and so excuse us. You head back through the streets. Um, it's fairly quiet in the streets compared to yesterday. Um, aren't as many people walking around. Everyone who you do see smiles and waves at you. Um, Everyone? Everyone? dead fish eye people yeah. yeah everyone that you everyone that you pass it by looks up at you and smiles and waves and then goes back to doing what they're doing um, you at Lipsinki, you hear the voices um, and as you as you're going um, they're getting stronger like they come in waves like as you move through the center street the main road in town Um you hear hear them very loud, and then they kind of fade, and then come loud again and fade as you are uh, making your way down to the inn. So, like, I'm tuning a radio, and I can't quite like dial yeah, it in. Yeah, that's a good good analogy for it. Kay. Yes. Um, is it possible as I uh, to just stop when I hear it louder? Mm-hmm. And and see if yeah. I can get some kind of idea yes you stop uh make a perception check as you stop 20 you stop and you look down and you're looking around and you look back down the street to which you came and you kind of walk back and forth between two of the stronger points and you notice there the way that the houses are set up they're all directly across from each other and you notice that they're kind of run directly between the houses is where they're strongest so sorry, houses are facing each other along the street and then sort of like perpendicular to house to house is sort of where I'm noticing. Exactly. Okay. Well, y'all, I can really, I'm really picking up something here and I press the button, like the diamond on my bracer and I start digging in the street. No, hold on. Wait, wait. It's just that wait, I hear wait. the voices and I've already dug so much. It's like kind of unbelievable how much I've dug already actually like I just started okay. and it's like 10 feet already oh my gosh okay uh, Lipsinki stop 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 alright just for a second let's we've been given permission to go into any house we want oh so before we start wrecking their landscaping 
Um, maybe let's go into this nearest house and just see what we see. And you tell us, hear what you hear. Russ, did it get louder when I was digging? The deeper you go, it does uh, become or like, more amplified. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, we can try it that way, but I can... It's, it's like I'm, I'm feeling it more when I dig, when I get closer. And I totally get that. It, but my thing, just my, my thought process is, if there are people who need help under the ground, there has to be um, an entry or an exit point somewhere. Right. Otherwise, they're already suffocated down there. So first, let's just check to see if there's anything that we can find, any trap doors, any tunnels that lead from basements, um, and see if we can get to them that way. And, and if we don't find anything, you can dig until you reach the other side of the world. Well, all right. <laughs> She's just like fucking excited. <laughs> she just wants to dig. I just want to dig, man. All right, so we go up to the closest house to where she's digging. Sure, yeah, you go up to one of the the houses on one side of the street, and you knock on the door. Yes, we're not just going to be like, I have authority, and (laughs) kick the door in Van Damme style. I don't know. Uh, The power hasn't gone to my head yet. uh, Sorry, is Donnie with you? We did not specify off the Mm. top there. If he's flying tree to tree, licking his lips at sweet, sweet cows. I think we may have left him in... Maybe we've let him go off and do his own thing. Okay. Just not to go too far. And I'm constantly being like, Donnie. Yep. You didn't steal any cows, did you? Not yet. Not yet? What? No. Donnie. Didn't. Don't get yourself in trouble. Well. Also, keep an eye out for that Varnox guy. I said it. Uh, uh, like, just, <laughs> like, I've got my eye on you kind of thing, or like. Sure. You, know? you want to be a spy? Well, I'm I'm kind of a big gold dragon. You are gold, yeah. Um, and you are big. Just keep an eye out for anything weird. All right, just I'll just know. like you know fly above. Yeah. And see what I see. Okay. You just keep yourself safe, man. All right. Don't steal cows. Not yet. Knock, knock, knock on the door. Yeah, uh, you hear footsteps from inside, and the door opens, and there is a. Uh, uh, halfling female who opens the door and says, oh, you're the ones checking the basements for things? They didn't... They said just to let you in. Yeah, we're just going to look around. We'll be very... As as, li- as least intrusive as possible. Oh, okay. Uh, Lipsinky, what's your passive perception? It is. You know, Flint's is garbage, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, garbage damn. Uh, passive perception is 11. Oh, it's... Wow, it's very exciting. Mine's only 14. Yours is 19. Only 14? 19. Sorry. Sorry. Only 9, Amy. Sorry, Tom. I didn't roll that for you. It's true, you didn't. (laughs) No, I didn't. Although you might as well have. (laughs) Probably licked your dice or something before you used them. As I'm known to do. (laughs) It's a real problem. That's straight up maybe one of the most disgusting things someone could possibly do. She lets you in, and you enter, and you, uh, she says, well, the, the basement is just, uh, back and down, down the hall there. Uh, don't mind, don't mind my boys, they're just, just playing their games. And as you walk by the living room, there are two, um, younger halflings, and they are looking at a board game. 
makeshift board game in the middle of the table. And you go down to the basement. What do we see? What do you hear? Also, what do I hear? Good question. What do you see and hear? This is a full sensory adventure. That's right. I want to be completely enveloped by this basement. Are we able to touch things in like a three-dimensional sort of way? Yes. Can I I lick something? Yeah. (laughs) No. I mean, you can. That's right. I do what I want. All right. Uh, You head down the stairs, and they're creaky old wooden stairs uh, into an unfinished basement. Uh, (laughs) I love that you said unfinished basement. It just occurred to me that we could have gone down and it could have been completely drywalled. Totally. <laughs> nice flooring. It's just, just a sub- it's like not it's just a rec room. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Heated floors for the winter. There are bookshelves. Sure, sure. Ah, this is where I should have placed the kids. God damn it. <laughs> you, can it you can wreck on it, Russ. You can wreck on it. That's true. No, you, it's an unfinished basement and uh, the voices are louder for Lip Sinky. Uh, you look around. Uh, everybody, make an investigation check. Fourteen. Uh huh. Yeah. Twenty-three. That's. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country, like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman, and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Dean. Five. <laughs> Classic Amy. Yeah. That's what it was last time I investigated what? something. Thea, you're you're busy thinking uh, uh, about how they could turn this into a rec about room. About how they could turn this into a rec room for those two kids upstairs. So great, you, just such a great place to play. You you flash back to uh, walking by them, and you you kind of get a, a feeling, the same kind of feeling that you got yesterday when you saw some people, is that they were very straight faced, unlooking, 
this kind of focusing on the board, but not really making moves to the board. Lipsinki and Flint, you you look around and Lipsinki, maybe even you get like down to the floor. Like, you'd like to be near the dirt. That makes sense. Oh yeah, I can see myself uh, like towards where the street would be, like pressed right up against to see like what I if I can hear more or sense anything. Maybe I even cast detect magic. If you want to, you certainly I can. I do want Please to. Please tell me if you do so. I do. It's a cantrip. I can just do it. Sure. Oh, nice. I have to yeah. waste a spell slot for mine. Yeah, you detect magic all over the place, <laughs> girlfriend. You do so. You don't detect anything particularly magic about this room at all, really. I mean, you detect some items on Flint and Thea that give off a, an, an aura of magic. You're looking around, and I point to my boots, and I'm like, huh? My mm-hmm. amulet. Huh? My mm-hmm. ring. Huh? Like, like my all bow. Of his weapons. Uh, yeah. yeah. All the weapons. <laughs> They're just glowing. They're it's beautiful. Magical. But then as you're walking around, you you step on a uh what sounds like an echo. You get like an echoey of, of a footstep. And you look down and it's covered in dirt. Um, but it doesn't sound like any of the other footsteps that you had taken up to that point. Perfect. I'm gonna just look right through that. I can just see through objects. So can I just what see something fuck? through it? I love this. Very character. exciting. <laughs> this is fantastic. What's the see-through? L- let me let me find it. Tag. Oh, ghostly gaze. Once per short rest, you can gain the ability to see through solid objects with dark vision to a range of thirty feet. Holy shit! Um, Pretty dope. Yes. we're gonna steal That's something together hell. later. <laughs> You see through, and I picture it kind of like, you know, a movie when it goes like, you know, you see all of the <laughs> elements as you like kind of zoom through it. Uh, so you see like the, the layer of dirt that goes through a layer of like a wood plank, like a wood planked door in the floor. And then it opens up into a, an open chamber, like a walkway. I don't know how deep you're going here. And then it goes back into dirt again. <laughs> then you kind of back up a little bit. Whoa, too far. Zoom like too far. Out. Zoom back in. Yeah. Okay. Y'all, there's a chamber down here. I just look through the dirt and the wood, and I can see that there's a room down there. And I think, if it's all right with you, I'm going to use my shovel. I'm going to get us down into it. You I'm can sorry. see you through things? What? Oh, sure. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just huh. curious. I... I just want to know. Um, can you do this all the time? Well, I need to, you know, take a little break every once in a while. But, yeah, I mean, a couple times a day if I need to, probably, if I get a little rest in, eat my lunch or whatever. You like to dig, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> just wondering why she dug before she bothered to look through to see where she was digging to. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. She likes to dig. Yeah, dig, girl, dig. Okay. So I use <laughs> my... Um, Shovel, which is Sharpie the shovel, and it is very quick. It's like it's something ridiculous. Let me let me find the stats. But so Sharpie the shovel, I can dig. Would you say this is a soft soil or probably a firm soil? Probably a packed soil. Um, yeah, it's like a medium firm. Okay, well then let's split the difference and say I can dig twenty feet using Sharpie the shovel, like just lickety split. Does she dig four inches and then she finds? I mean, I can dig through the wood. Yeah, 
No. Oh my God. Like, it's, I'd say it's, it's I can dig through stone. Like I gotta assume I can are, dig through the wood. You're a mole yeah. in like a it's amazing. little drill machine. That's how I imagine you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It definitely isn't that far down um, just because of, you know, the, you heard the sound. If it was more than a couple feet, I'd assume that you wouldn't have heard like the clang on the wood. But you dig and it just like the wood panel explodes down into the floor. You fall in behind it. And now you're in a dark chamber, kind of stone-walled, mossy. Um, you dark vision, but you can still see. There's a single uh, door that would be on the uh, the street side. Are Are you okay? Oh, I'm all right. It's dark down here, but y'all should come down. You, you guys got the dark vision, or? Yeah, I do. Yeah, me too. Um, Flint, I'm just curious. There's something wrong with the kids upstairs. Yeah, it's like those people you saw yesterday. They didn't really react to much of anything, did they? Those kids weren't doing anything around that board. They weren't fighting. They weren't arguing. I don't even know if they're kids at all. Do you want to go down with her? I'm worried if we all go down there, we could end up trapped. One of us should stay up here. But I think if we're, we'd be better served to all be down there because then we'd have all of our abilities to get through whatever might be uh, whatever might be happening down there okay yeah i get what you're saying it's important do you think they'd let me tie them up upstairs i mean it feels like a bit of an abuse of our free reign here okay, fair enough. Just a um, can i go to the top lock the door i was just gonna say can i go to the top and melt i assume they have metal handles and melt the mechanism with produce flame so that the door can't be opened. Yeah. I do it. Do so. Uh, you uh, you're producing flame. It's mm-hmm. like blasting out. Um, it's a flame. So the door catches fire. Oh, no. Hold on. Do I have something better? About, do you have something like heat metal? metal? Heat metal. Where's my heat metal? Might have dropped it. I feel it's, like you got rid of it after like three playing I did, sessions. Because I was it's like, all right, you've Fuck already this. lit in the door on fire. I've lit in the door on <laughs> fire. God damn it, fire. I've lit in the door on fire. <laughs> oh, okay. You hear a knock from the other side. Is everything, is there smoke coming out? Is everything okay down oh, there? Everything's fine. I'm so sorry. This was my bad. And um, I take, I take, um, like, a, my cloak. And I pat it with flames. I assume like it didn't just go up like it was no, kindling. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, okay. everything's fine. I'm really sorry about that. As okay. you were. Right. Are, is there anything downstairs? A chair I can shove at the top of the stair? <laughs> I mean, you've melted the handle, but the, oh, door, I have. Fire the door lit on well. fire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, then. Problem solved. And I head down the tunnel. Okay. You hop down in. Um, you get down in there, Flint, you're already down there. Yep. And as Thea, as you get down, you hear kind of a groan coming from beyond the door that you see. Guys. There's something on the other side of that door groaning. Did it did it sound like a person or an animal or Do I know if it sounded Like I've heard a lot of creatures groan. Am I like, that's an ogre? Uh, you don't specifically know. No. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, let's just go ahead carefully. Either there's a person who's hurt on the other side, 
Or it could be, you know, something nasty. Okay, I'm going to cast uh, Primal Savagery. So my teeth and fingernails sharpen and I'm like ready to attack. Yeah, exactly. Amy made a face <laughs> and it was exactly uh, what happens. Thea, you, you definitely see this happen. Flint, I don't think you see this happen, but Thea, you see this happen. Her nails extend, I'm assuming, kind of like longer daggers. Kind of like, like Wolverine a, style. Yeah, but, but not Wolverine, who's his brother? More animal. Sabertooth? Sabertooth, oh, Sabertooth. you know, when the gross mm. one mm-hmm. when it's yes. when it's Leaf Schreiber, I kind of do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Leaf Schreiber's like it. The extension of oh, the God. teeth and the nails. Oh, sweet God! Oh, don't worry about you, it. It's just to protect us. No fair. You do you. <laughs> Alright, uh, what are you doing? Am I the closest? I can open the door. Sure. Or can I open the door? I guess is the question. You go to the door and it opens if that's what you want to do. It's what I want to do. Make a dexterity saving throw. I will. You should have checked for traps. We've been playing for how long? <laughs> Not long how enough. How long? You don't know we how long I've been for playing traps for. At all. This is a whole new gal. <laughs> that's a six. Uh, you open the door hastily. Like this, the sound of the voices are kind of clouding your judgment at this point. And you, you open the door, and an arrow flies and sticks into your shoulder. Beyond, you see a man holding a crossbow, and beside him, Thea, you get a sickening twist in your gut as you see two zombies beginning to lurch forward. Roll for initiative. Fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, 13. <laughs> Kyle, do you want to play some zombies? Sure. That's, yeah, pork. That's sure, not I'll, I'll, put in, I'll put in the rolls for zombies. All right. That's you do a zombies, one plus I'll do my this. two initiative bonus. That's three. 17 for Flint. I wanted to go last so I could really, you know. Just really aimy it. <laughs> Stop using my name as a verb <laughs> or an adjective. Russ, do you just you want to put all the baddies together in one? Uh, yeah, let's do that. You got it. So there's one one cult guy, two zombies. Cool. Uh, I did roll a five with a negative two and makes it three. Yeah. Zombies are quick. Hey, get your own number. Uh, so you've got higher decks, so we'll go with you first over the zombies. Yeah. The zombies. I'm going to roll a different left. one for the yeah. cultist. He's, he's going to get to uh, go here. Oh, so exciting. Uh, it's all right, Flint, you're up first. Uh, Lipsinki is in front of you, blocking the doorway, although she did just take an arrow to the shoulder. Um, and I assume you're short behind her, usually is, you know, your motive. Sure, yep. Yeah. Uh, is she fully blocking the doorway? Well, I'm a very small person, so... Very small person. I mean, you're pretty small, too, uh, And but... it took it, probably turned to the side when, okay. it, when it hit. So. so I'd be able to kind of shimmy past if need be? Yeah, you be. bet. All right, how far away are these zombies and or cultists? Um, The cultist is uh, like 40 feet down the hallway. The zombies are about 10 feet moving towards. Oh, yeah, let's get into it with the zombies. All right, I'm going to uh, sneak past Pip, and I will pull out my moist tongue longsword and say the magic word of moist. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) And yep. You can thank our, one of our patrons for that item. This tie? <laughs> yeah. And I will uh, roll to attack the nearest 
zombie. Flint's blade begins to glisten as this gel begins to move down the blade and glow a light iridescent blue. And lubed up like that, that just slides right through. And right, just right on in there. Uh, yep. That's 19 for the first attack. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you never know. Yeah, it's a, Could be a zombie with armor. Right? Uh, so the first one, that is 8 plus 5, so 13. And that's cold damage. Okay. Uh, okay. If that matters. It's chilly. Uh, I might as well just roll my next two attacks at once. Yeah, go for it. Uh, they were both 11s plus 10, so that's 21. Yep. You got them. Uh, yeah. Your zombie rage machine. 12. I yell from the back, slice them up. 10 and 5 is 15, so 27 total for those last two attacks. So Flint rushes forward, his blade glistening, takes two huge chops into the first zombie, and it falls to the ground. Then swinging over to the second one, takes a large chunk out of its side as it lets out a groan. And Lipsinki, it's your turn. Uh, okay, so I am probably closest to the dude that shot me. He's down the hall. Okay, so a zombie is closer then. Yeah, so Flint, zombie, and guy down the hall. Okay, well, I've already got my primal savagery going, so I may as well try and attack that zombie. So, I don't know what my... Hey, you're good at casting spells, Amy. Mm -hmm. What do I add to an attack spell? To an attack spell, you have a spell attack bonus up at the top. You see your modifier, spell attack, and save DC. If you click on the spells tab. Oh, I see. Plus nine. Okay, so that's a 19. (laughs) I knew rules. (laughs) Good job, Amy. Try it. Yeah. That hits, sorry? It does. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to do 3d10 acid damage. Which, Which is 10, 19 plus 7 is 26 damage. So how does it look? Holy shit, probably not good. It probably smells yeah. worse. Um, it probably, it does seem like gross, right? Because I have like these gross nails and I'm like this weird uh, saber tooth Nosferatu combo. <laughs> It like <laughs> shoots acid. I just got a very accurate but vision. Size. But yeah. but little yeah, but tiny. And, and with big <laughs> red pigtails sticking out the side. So yeah, I feel like it is very it smells like bile or something, just like really disgusting. When you bring up the pigtails, I, I keep thinking of Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda like that. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. thinking Pippi Longstocking, yeah. straight up. Yeah. Yes, that that happens, and the flesh begins to melt away, and it it begins to melt through the bone, and that zombie just falls to the ground in like a puddle of ooze. And you have any other attacks options? Uh, I don't, but I go back to normal, like my my teeth and fingers, like I'm normal again. I think I only get one. You are small but impressive. (laughs) That's what everybody Uh, says. You all look up as the cultist readies another arrow. The 16 on the die against uh, the the little thing that just clawed up a, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> a perfectly fine zombie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, the ravenous looking one. Be an eight, yeah, eight, 18 with modifier. So, yeah. Uh, the arrow flies loose, and that's a D8 plus four. D8 plus four. That is a one on the die, so five damage. Woo. 
Yeah. So good. Guess we didn't give you damage off the first one. That's fine. It was more for flavor than anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know she's not gonna die down here, so um, that's fine. No, no, we have anything to do with it. And as that cultist lets loose the arrow, he runs down the hallway to the side. Can I do a reaction before he does that? How do reactions work? Spells are new to they, me. Good question. Uh, as <laughs> I've never some, had a reaction spell. I'm interested. As something happens, you can react to it. So he fired, you can react. I want to react. Okay, what are you reacting? I am reacting with a hellish rebuke. So I point Ooh, my fun. finger... And he is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. He has to make a dex saving throw. Well, he ain't running nowhere. Uh, he's got a dex of two there, Kyle. Uh, yes. That's a, that'll be a six total. Okay, so that will not be successful, surprisingly. So he takes 2d10 plus... Oh my God. When you cast a spell using a spell spot of second level or higher, the damage increases by 1d10 for each slot above first. I have 4d10, so let's say I'm casting it at fourth level. 20 damage. As he lets out the arrow and moves to run, he's surrounded in these flames and lets out a hideous, like, she's just in pain and anguish as... You see his skin begin to bubble as he runs down the hallway. Uh, how far do you assume he gets? Uh, he's out of sight. It's that like, doesn't matter. Uh, Thirty feet. Oh, okay. So I run forward. Uh, I will run forward thirty feet, and then I will cast uh, Eldritch Blast on my dude. Okay. And I'm going to... It's 40 feet to the end of the hallway, so you're 10 feet from the end of the hallway. Okay, well, this beam is 120 feet. Okay, what I'm saying, though, is you have no line of sight of him, because you've run 30 feet down to It doesn't to the... say I need to have him in sight. It just says a target. You can't see him as a target, uh, is what I'm telling can you. Can I not round that corner? Can you bend bullets? No. I mean, they're not can bullets. Can I bend but... bullets? Like... Uh, no, you can't see him. He's fuck so this guy. I just start to chase after him. Then I dash. Okay. So no, I don't dash. I just run. If I dash, I'm gonna catch up to him. And then okay. So he's you're hit me. you're down ten feet from the end of the hallway. Then sure. I mean, you Come can on, dash guys. and not use all of your movement. You could be to where you could see down the hallway and call it there. Can I go Shoot to the out? corner and look around? Sure. That's what I yeah. want to do. Uh, you see him running down the hallway. He's thirty feet down the hallway. I yell, uh, wimp. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, can you roll me an attack roll, please? Oh, and yes, I can bring my head back. That would be a 16 on the die again. The first zombie that was cut into by Flint reaches up and grabs at him. The zombies uh, did come back. What the fuck is that? So that punches into your leg, Flint, and you take uh, that bludgeoning damage as he lets out like a... <laughs> is this uh, non-magic bludgeoning damage? This is non-magic bludgeoning damage. This is zombie damage. And how much damage am I eating on this? It is a one on the die, so two bludgeoning. <laughs> two bludgeoning damage. Okie dokie. So there's one zombie who's trying to make a move on you. The other zombie is an oozy puddle. <laughs> caressing his leg. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, moving his hand up Rome. and down. Yep. Uh, so Flint, it's back to you. Uh, all right, so this zombie is like grabbed onto my leg? Yes, sir. Okay. I will uh, attempt to extricate my leg from the situation via my longsword. 
<laughs> uh, it's a 23 for that one. Nah. Nah. He's a very he has a metal arm somehow. Like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, and that is thirteen damage on the first attack. Uh, yeah, you cut down into its head as it slams into your leg and it uh, splits wide open. I yell back. Didn't you kill that one already? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like they're coming back. Uh, is it still hanging on to me? I mean, it's just kind of got a grip on you, but it's it's dead. Again. Okay. Again. Uh, yeah. It's I like will... dead to begin with. I'll, uh, I guess, try to dash with one of my remaining actions to try to get to where Thea is. Sure. Yep, you can absolutely make it. I mean, you guys, the the cultist is 30 feet down the hallway, so we can just say you're out of combat for the moment. Sure. Um, Well, I mean, I could throw something at him, but that's fine. Go for it. (laughs) You want Uh, to? Okay, I will, I'll use my dwarven thrower. Okay. To uh, throw a big old hammer at him. Because, you know, as you do when you're a dwarf. Uh, so that is a 21. Uh, you throw your dwarven hammer. It sings down the hallway and crushes into the back of the cultist. Roll damage. What a horrific surprise, right? You think you're <laughs> getting so away. Happy he's gone you're away. running. Uh, that's 11 <laughs> bludgeoning damage. And you see, like, you hear just a sickening crunch as its ribs crush in on itself as the dwarven hammer pulls back. Part spine is stuck to the hammer as it lands in your hand. <laughs> ah, so I kind of, I'll like shake it off and it, it like won't go right away and then yeah. I have to use my other hand to like touch it to get it out of there. Oh, don't touch it. Get, get out of here. Stop Had to be it. done. Had to be oh, done. God. You guys want to head down this hallway. He was running somewhere. Do, is there any other doors or anything or are we just going on a hallway? You, you look down the hallway, and as far as you can see, um, it looks like there are more hallways that jut off in either direction. You can presume that you're kind of in the middle of the street at this point. What do I hear? Didn't I say tunnels under the city? You hear the voices are coming from down and to the left um, as you turn. They are screaming out... Uh, some just cries of pain and anguish. Some, you hear the the actual words, help, help me. And they are echoing louder from down the hall where the cultist is running. And it's like they're echoing out and down. Like, was running. Was running. He is no longer running. He's, can yeah. he run without a spine? I don't think so. Not well. Okay. <laughs> well, y'all, I hear it. I hear it so loud, and and they're screaming, and they need help, and and we're we're going in the right direction. Lead the way. We'll follow you. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm tiny and vulnerable. I'll lead the way. I just mean like no, you know. It's okay. You know what I, I mean. Yeah. I'm, you tell us the I'm direction. He- I'm hearing the voices, so yeah. I'll happily lead. You just tell me where to go. So down and to the left. The way that the way that fellow is going. You are following the voices, and they're getting louder and louder the farther you go down for you, Lipsinky. And the farther you go, Flint and Thea, you're more focused on your surroundings. You hear coming from behind you and down the hall groans from further back into the darkness. You get down to the end of the hall, and there is a single wooden door 
It's wrought ironed like hinges that shoot out. You see a symbol with a human skull on a plate, for lack of a better term, that looks like it's made into some sort of large mace or hammer, and the handle is a spine that's that moves down it. What did we eat last night? That's <laughs> all I can think of it. <laughs> that's a real good question. The fuck we eat last night? Oh my god, Flint, you hear those? And I gesture with my head down the behind us. Yeah, I think we gotta move forward, though we can't worry about what's back there. Uh, look what I still have, and I bring out my bone. I still have my bone, I never used it. <laughs> Lipsinky, you just see her <laughs> waving a bone, laughing maniacally. <laughs> I, I, I just remembered I still have it. I don't understand. Oh, is that? It's a good thing. Oh, finger bone. Snap it, and it protects you from undead. Okay, well, I'm gonna fucking snap that motherfucker. A wave of energy shoots out and around you. Kind of out. It hits things. You feel it, like, push up against the so wall. So long as they're in my bubble. They, yeah, they, they can't. They have to make a save to enter your bubble, or they have to make a check to enter your bubble. And if they do, then they take disadvantage. They can fight me. They have disadvantage okay. on attack rolls and stuff. Cool. All right, stay in my bubble. Okay, you're up against the door. You have uh, protection from the groaning coming from behind you. What do you do? Are we able to open the door, Russ? Uh, You move to open it, and uh, it doesn't move. The handle turns, but the door doesn't physically move. Can I check for traps? Just Sure, somebody's already turned the handle. I know, but you just don't know if you push the door. Never mind. Investigation? Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Okay. Uh, can I reach into like, my pocket and I, I pull out um, just what looks like a little piece of rubber or something, but it's actually an eyelash and some gum Arabic, and then I turn invisible. Okay. Don't worry, y'all. I'm still here. <laughs> got all got all sorts of tricks, don't you, Pam? Okay. Um, so you're so you're, you're good. If you stay close to me, the undead can't hurt you. But they might not be able to find you anyway. So, all right. Um, I guess uh, I should like put my shoulder into this door. Yeah. Should we all try to shove? Make a strength roll, combined <laughs> or otherwise. There you go. Ooh. Oh, seventeen. Those are good noises. Yeah. Seventeen. I got twenty-four. Okay. I got twenty. Okay. Thea's feeling real revved up. She's got the adrenaline <laughs> pumping. She could lift a car off a child right now if cars existed in this world. Okay, so you three throw your shoulder into the door once. It doesn't move. You throw it in twice. It doesn't move. You feel dust kind of fall down on the outside of this. You throw a third time, and the door explodes into the room, and the three of you fall into a scene. Oh, yeah, we did it! I'm going to say you're take, so taken off guard because it was not moving. There was nothing allowing you through. God, did someone just open it from the other side? In a sense. Um, you look up as you kind of pressure, push yourself up, and you see Varanax, Rubia, Aklarth, and Navreth 
standing in the room, and Varanox has his pseudo-dragon Grohl up on his shoulder. Around you, you see the same symbol that you saw on the door, kind of up and down columns. You see skeletons in corners of this room, decorating the walls all around. You see a giant rib cage circling the center of this room that come up and out of the ground, making a, a focal point in the middle of this circular chamber that you have entered into. This super creepy clubhouse you have here. Bloodlord, I have brought you ample sacrifice. Are we prepared? And I look at my three minions and uh, I nod for them to get into uh, into position to start trying to bind, t- trying to basically tie up the uh, the people who fell over. <laughs> they can't see me. They, yeah, they're correctly, they can't see well, lips. I, yes, I, still scamp- I scamper out of the way silently. Or I can roll a dex. The three uh, rush you as you're still on the ground. They're going to make, let's make a strength check against the three of you. Or against the two of you, rather. Motherfucker. Eight. Seventeen. I wasted, I wasted all my strength getting that door open. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Two move to go towards you, Flint, uh, Rubia, and Oklarth. And they manage to catch you before you stand up and pull your arms behind you. You drop whichever weapon you were holding, the thrower and your sword. They fall to the ground. Thea, Navreth. Instead of a... Can I just ask, instead of a strength roll, can I do, like... Can I roll for, like, spaghetti... Spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I roll for wet noodle arms? Can I roll for spaghetti body? I want to go like totally limp and like try to roll out of the way. Like a small and child would do when they're yes, being carried off to bed. That's right. Like limp, limp make, noodle. Make I it. want, because I know I'm never going to win in a strength battle and I don't think Thea would try to strong arm someone. I okay. think she'd go like dead weight, roll away. Make a dexterity check then. Because <laughs> I just think that's, oh, motherfucker, Amy. Ugh. Eight. I think it's the same role as I roll for my Navreth comes up behind you, Thea, and you go, you try and go limp. Mm. He's like, I've had three children. I know exactly how to deal with this. And he lifts I do you anyway. Up. I'm just like, <laughs> and he's carrying you in over. a giant bear hug. And they begin dragging the two of you, and they say, Where is the third? I do whisper, So you do like to hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was, I hugged you freely. Oh, was the sorry, other one. I got you mixed up with your buddy. Oh, I mean, we're, where is I'm a dwarf. Sinky. Can I? Oh, we didn't bring her. <sighs> Shit, were we supposed to bring her? Flint, uh, did you, is she in your bag? No, we, we left her in that basement. Fuck, we left her. She's looting. The zombies. The two of you are being moved to the center of this cage. And as you step in and are being bound in position. I want to cast mass suggestion. 
Oh, I like all of your spells, Carla. <laughs> uh, so I am okay. going to try to magically influence up to 12, but in this case, only the four baddies to doing what I want. So I'm going to say, y'all should stop what you're doing. Let my friends go and leave this room. So they need to make a wisdom saving throw. Are you, are you saying that out loud? Mm-hmm. And then I mumble, and destroy your big ribcage. Okay, um, <laughs> the the Rubio, Oclarth, and Novareth, they're going to get a plus four because of an aura that I have to their saving throw. Russ? Okay. And I would make, it's a wisdom saving throw, right? Yeah. I got a 20. Uh, Rubia got plus four, that's a 19. Keepers. Oclarth. Doesn't hire dummies in this organization, does he? <laughs> right. Uh, Ocklarth, that's going to be a 14. Mm-hmm. Navareth, 17. Okay, so the two, the 17 and the 14 will both fail. So okay. they're going to do what I said, which was let my friends go and leave. So I think those two maybe were on one of them. Um, Ocklarth was on Flint, Rubia was on Flint, Navreth was on Thea. So Ocklarth goes to begin to untie Flint, and Navreth does the same. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, use a channel divinity. This is uh, starting to frustrate Varanox, and uh, I'm going to engage my conquering presence. So pretty much uh, everyone within 30 feet that I want to, which of course is... The three people that I know are in the room now have to make a wisdom saving throw. And this is against magic, I assume? (laughs) It's against a divine feature, which I don't know how they classify it. What do you think, Russ? How's that work for advantage? But it is being frightened, just to let y'all know. Because I have advantage on wisdom throws against magic. Would you say I'm being charmed? So many questions for Russ. Uh, You're being frightened. You're not being charmed. That's the opposite of being charmed. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Okay. Um, so it. it's a divine. So he's basically calling on his god. So magic and god. We're going to have to set some real real big world building moments right here. Um, so you have advantage? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I have advantage on... I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you advantage on it. Kay. Yeah. Um, uh, fl- yeah, Flint, you got to roll too. Right? Yeah. So that. I was just waiting for you guys to 19. figure out your sure. So uh, that's a sixteen. For Nineteen. Oh wait, I can re-roll a wisdom save because of my charm bracelet. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I rolled worse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm at a twelve now. Oh. Okay, so twelve. Nineteen. Flint. Sorry. Sixteen. Uh, 19, 16, 12, 19, 16. 12 and the 16 fail. They are frightened for a minute. Um, you uh, I would it. like to re-roll using my indomitable skill. Just on the off chance, I get a very nice roll. Certainly try. You could uh, roll a 2. 15. <laughs> try. Okay, so the two of you are frightened. Uh, you are still partially bound, but because you are frightened, uh, trying to move away, you begin to... You fall and scramble and are beginning to move away from Varnox. So he's in your position kind of at one end of the room, so now you're trying to move as far away back down to the other end of the room as you can. And, and so and I'm 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go. No, I was just going to say, the other two left, right? They untied uh, my friends, and then they left. They or... were in the process of untying okay. when he basically yelled out, fuck off, you invisible person, yeah. in a commanding way. Uh-huh. Was commanding. They dropped, still partially bound, um, but I guess as they dropped, the two of them then turned to leave. Okay. And am I so, moving back towards my weapons, Russ? <laughs> no. Oh, that seems that's unfair. Unfortunate. <laughs> well, they dropped them by the door, and that's kind of where Varanox was standing, so you're moving away from Varanox now, no. back to the, okay. the closed end of the room. Okay. So, Varanox, right. you see your, two of your uh, lackeys, Oklarth and Navreth, beginning to go towards the door. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, Rubia, snap them out of their senses with whatever means you see necessary. As for you two, and I start following Thea and Flint as they're backing up, and I say, there are many things that Orcus offers all of us. Peace, serenity. Would you get in the way of this serenity that everyone should enjoy? Do you want to live in a world with pain? Do I keep moving Yeah, have we? I guess we haven't really rolled initiative, right? No, we haven't rolled Everything's just no, a wild free-for-all. And I like, I like it. this free-for-all. Yeah, me too. I'm wondering, uh, so I'm trying to like scamper away from him. Do I know anything about Orcus? Uh, probably, yes. Sorry, uh, uh, Carla, which thing did you use for your stop doing things thing? Mass suggestion. Mass suggestion, that's what it was. Okay. No, the Sorry. stop doing things thing. <laughs> the stop doing things thing. So you know, uh, roll a history check for me while I'm Googling other things. God, everything. I want to cast another spell, awful. too. So much is happening. It's um, so exciting all of a sudden. I'm stacking spells on spells. It's nine. getting kind of intense. Uh, nine. You know Orcus is the the demon lord of the undead. Uh, That's about what you know. I just yell, fuck your Orcus! Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Voronax, like, removes kind of the raggedy cloak that he normally wears, revealing, uh, like, half-plate armor that is just decorated in skulls and different, looks like bone, all just conjoined together to create the armor. And, uh, you see that he has painted his face to reveal, or to represent almost like a goat-like skull over, over the, uh, his snout. And, Joke's on uh, him. We're frightened. We're not looking at you. <laughs> well, I am Your looking at you, was, and you it's look, for nobody. You look amazing, so scary and so good. But it's unfortunate that I then cast maddening darkness right on you. So, like, even if they weren't scared of you, they couldn't even see your dope reveal. Sorry. What is maddening darkness? I love the chaos that yeah, has is, just unfolded. What uh, does maddening darkness do? Magical like darkness you spreads from a point house. you choose. To fill a 60-foot radius sphere. They're already scared, so I don't care about scaring them. Uh, the darkness spreads around corners. Um, even creatures with dark vision can't see through this darkness. Non-magical light or light created of spells of 8th level or lower can't illuminate the area. Shrieks, gibbering, and mad laughter can be heard within the sphere. Whenever a creature starts its turn in the sphere, it must make a wisdom saving throw, taking uh, 8d8 psychic damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. <laughs> That's everybody in the room! That's terrifying! Well, oh my god! Times are tough! Times are also, fucking tough! Also, I just tough. met y'all. I don't care about y- you that much. Thanks for saving the world, but... Thanks for saving the world and getting me out of prison. I'll remember this. Yeah. Um, uh, little did you know, the bad guy wasn't the bad guy that we created. <laughs> 
Oh my god, twist! <laughs> yeah, right. Like M Night Shyamalan shit going on. Right? <laughs> Holy god. Um, it's okay. okay. So, uh, in response to hearing an incantation, I will counterspell. What? Hey, isn't this what you wanted? That's good. I like just this. Just what you wanted. What, what level is that spell that you just cast? Uh, that is an eighth level spell. Ooh, this one's gonna be hard. Ooh. They're all hard for me. I've never played a spellcaster before. <laughs> She's just firing You're them You're doing up. a fucking amazing job, Carla. Holy shit. That will be hard to to counter. So uh, I think I'm made to cast it at a fifth level is what it looks like. Uh, well, we'll try and see what happens. Ain't going to be a, a terrible thing unless there's an... Sorry, level... High-level characters are hard to manage. It's true. That's why we're in this in this clusterfuck <laughs> that we've got ourselves in. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. true. That's the t-shirt. High-level characters are hard to manage. It's too much. So, Russ, with this uh, spell guard shield that I have, um, I have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. I don't think so this would, would fall in that. You would have advantage on... Because there's a saving throw that comes along with the madness thing, but not... Not you casting spell. Uh, not okay, you well then let me just roll spell. and add this four, and hopefully yeah. I'll get above an 18. DC equals 10, yeah. Oh, I got a 20. Okay. Oh. Okay, so... Shit. Unnatural 20. Varnox hears your incantation begin and silences it. And in that moment, a red glowing light begins to churn and open in the center of this cage that is being set. You hear two screams from down the hall, and I think we've got to roll initiative now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fair. Hey, does 11. he take any damage from that thing, or he stopped me? He stopped. Okay. Which is kind of good, because I was going to, like, have to wreck everybody to get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it does that much on a failure, dang. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, That's a good spell to have. Okay, Indeed. give me some... Eight level spells. 11. 11 uh, for the... 19. 19 for lips. 13 for <laughs> Varnox. 13. Okay, Clint. 15. Okay, uh, Lipsinky, you are up first. As your count spell is countered, you see this light begin to erupt from the center of the, the bone cage in the middle of this room. Okay. Flint and Thea, you are still frightened of Varanox. Okay, well how about then I'll we'll cast Witch Bolt. I'm gonna cast it... So, uh, sorry. J- uh, sorry, you're invisible mm-hmm. until... Um, uh, okay, Witch Bolt. Spell ends for called. a target that attacks or casts a spell. So basically you're not invisible anymore. As soon as you tried to cast your madness spell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. No longer invisible. There Anyways. you are. I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. Um, let's say at fifth level, because why not? And um, so we've got bad guy, but also glowing demon thing emerging from somewhere. Uh, well, glowing, yeah, kind of fiery light coming up the center. You, there's no physical apparition to it, just a fiery bolt of energy coming up. Okay. 
And then the three others went down the hall. You heard two cries or screams. Uh, okay. So Varnock seems like the likely target then. So far. Okay. Great. Yes. Then. <laughs> For now. Then he, the target he shall be. So. Oh, I think I just cast it. Is that a thing? No, I think you make a spell attack. Spell attack. Sorry. Yep. Attack. Okay. Okay. And you'll need to do that at disadvantage because I have a special shield that's magical. Okay. Uh, so the 24. Fuck. 11. So, yes, that no. one does not work. <laughs> Just no. Just nope. no. Okay. Well, it- I tried. Say it just ricochets off of this. Uh, it looks like a golden kind of shield adorned with jewels, but it's I've desecrated it with the images of Orcus and skulls and all that good, you know, undead looking good stuff. Goes you have in. a real theme you're going for here. Mm-hmm. Hits into the wall and bones spread out. And you see them as this energy grows and fills the room. You see these bones beginning to collect together around the perimeter of the room. Uh, Flint, you are up. You are frightened. You can uh, use your action. You can use your movement to run as far away from you as you can from Varanox, and then make a save at the end of your turn. Well, that sounds delightful. Can I run like around him since I, we're in like a circular room? Is that correct? Yep. So if I like keep distance from him, <laughs> can I kind of go around him? It's like hamster yeah. wheeling it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I guess, yeah, run the perimeter. Run the perimeter. Run the gambit. We will run around the room, and that is an 18 for the save. An 18 will do it. Ooh, yeah. I was going to burn another Indomitable if I had to. (laughs) (laughs) You run 30 feet around the perimeter, um, and you uh, kind of shake your head, and you're now no longer frightened of Varnox. Varnox, it is your turn. Okie dokie. I am going to use an action to cast mirror image on myself. And then I am going to get right up in Thea's face, knowing that uh, Thea is frightened of me. So scared. And I'm going to go ahead and just uh, have have my sword of vengeance and my shield ready to go. And that will, I pr- believe, pretty much end my turn. Let me make sure here real quick. Sorry. A lot a lot has happened. Sorry. The, so you're just getting uncomfortably close to me? Not just yes. him. Four of him now just appear yeah. in front oh, well, of you fuck. and rush towards you. And as I walk up, I, said, I say, you do like hugs. The embrace of Orcus is divine. <laughs> using so your creepy. Using your hugs against you. How dare you? <laughs> you reap what you sow, Amy. <laughs> the good name of hugs. Thea, it's your turn. Thea, it's my turn. I see no way out, but since I have to move further away from him, I do what I can to get away from him, and that means I'm going to take out my tome of thunderclap, motherfucker. By clap, I mean step. Thunderstep, motherfucker, because that's going to take me ten feet away from him. You... Yeah. Yeah. You can move? Yeah. And then you can make a save throw. You're going to take out a book as he's taunting you with hugs and read a passage (laughs) from your book. I don't uh, think you are. Well, in I'm, the holy manual of getting me the fuck out of here. You just rolled a one. Oh, wow. For everybody. Yeah. 
So, Amy, can't Amy. see it. It's so bad, it's but one. it's a you, one. Yeah, they know. But they it's know. so sparkly. Look how pretty this <laughs> is very number is. <laughs> okay, so logistically, I don't think that you are going to do that being frightened. You have... I thought it was my... You can make goal. a save, though. Wisdom saving. I did. Oh, I thought you were rolling for some spell you were trying. No, to. I feel like you, you should make I your wisdom saving throw now, Amy. <laughs> yeah, Amy. You should make, make your wisdom, wisdom saving throw. throw now, Amy. I can though because of my bracelet. Yeah. I think it's a one. Oh my god! Thank God. Oh, twenty-six. <laughs> <laughs> that does it. You're from a one to a twenty-six. You're fumbling and scrambling for your book, and you just don't know what's happening. It throws it in the air. No, I don't throw it in the air. <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. And I catch you it. You and books. And with I me. say delicious. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> I'm books, my favorite food. No, nope, I'm, I'm not losing this you book. You can keep your book. That's Thank fine. Thank you. Um, but you are you snap out of it. You're now no longer frightened. Rushing in now, you see the three figures of Rubia, Navreth, and Aklarth. But they're not the same as when they left. They are floating blue iridescent wraiths with three blades in their hand. And Lipsinki, you are now up. The skeletons have collected and are beginning to stand in the corners and the begin the middle of this chamber is opening and you look beyond it and you see hands shooting up and out. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cast banishment on my friend Varnox. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> On my bestest buddy, on my very close friend, who I just want to send on a little vacation (laughs) to a different plane of existence. Uh, No, that's fair. Do I do I wisdom save? You charisma save. Oh, even better. He's got a charm his way out of this one. That is a twenty-five. Oh fuck. Okay, then I guess I do. I mean, it was wisdom save. That would have been too easy, wouldn't Jeez. it? It would have just been too easy to just too be like, easy, Welcome to you feel like a twinge world. as in like your spidey senses are tingling as uh, as Lipsinki begins to cast this and it just kind of shrugs and rolls off your shoulders. You seem to be the real problem here. Y'all gonna help a girl out? You haven't really been doing much so far. I don't know how you save the world, to be honest with you. Guys, I've got four of them on me, okay? Rubia uh, bolts into the center of the room and says, I did what was necessary. And she turns to look to Navreth and Oklarth and says, well, turn them into wraiths. Thumbs up from Voronax. <laughs> yeah, baby. And she Excellent rushes. job. Orcus has rewarded you well. She rushes towards Lipsinki and swings no. her... Furious longsword at you. And she gets two attacks. One is an action, one is a bonus action. Action, bonus action. Action is going to be an 18 to hit. Yep, that'll do it. And oh my god. That, that one's a 25 to hit, so you get two hits. Funnily enough, that one misses. I know, right? Weird. Funny how that happens. There's a cap. Uh, Anything more than that, you're just showboating. Right? Uh, so two, so that's a 10, 14, and 7, 17 combined slashing damage. Okie dokie. But attack rolls 
have advantage on her for using that uh, bonus action until the start of her next turn. Flint, you're up. Okay. Uh, I noticed that uh, Lipsinki takes a, a bit of a beating there. Am I close to my weapons at all, Russ, after skirting around the perimeter? We'll say you're within movement range of them, yeah. Perfect. I'm going to go pick those up, because I'm going to be needing those. Um, And I guess I'm a little bit out of, like, hand-to-hand range at this point? Yes. Okay. Sorry, uh, you're of uh, Rubia, Lipsinky's area? or Yeah, Varna's? I would like to help her out, because she, A, called out for help and sassed me pretty good, which I <laughs> yeah. respect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, B, she took a bit one. of a beating there. Uh, yes, you would be out of uh, movement range because you have to okay. get to your weapons. Yeah. I'm going to pick up that dwarven thrower and uh, I'm going to throw it at that wraith that's currently attacking her. Do so. And I believe you said I get uh, advantage on these rolls? Uh, on Rubia, yes. Perfect. Well, that's great because the first one was a crit fail. Uh-oh. So <laughs> let's do that again. Oh, oh and that was a crit success. <laughs> nice. It's, oh. it's a very roller coaster ride here today. <laughs> it's up and down. All right. Uh, okay. D8. Here we go. So two D8, and then just the damage bonus remains the one bonus, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, so that is 22 damage. It crushes into this ghostly figure, which becomes... She lets out, like, a shriek and turns and looks at you as the hammer zips back to you. I will throw it again. Uh, that one is a 21. Yes, sir. Okay. Just 1d8 this time. Ooh, that's fun. That's 15 damage. The form and figure is dispersing and is beginning to get sucked into the center of this room. All right, so it's like it's gone off of Lipsinky. Uh, yeah, it's, she's kind of turned and looked at you. Um, but yeah, so now each hit is like dispersing some of her etherealness and is being sucked into. She's still there, but not as not as good. Okay, let's try one more. Uh, first one was a three. Uh, not critical. Twenty five for the for the next one. Yeah. All right, and that is thirteen. The third hit connects with the, the remaining energy that Rubia has and disperses it. She lets out a hideous cry and all of it begins to swirl and get churned up into the center of the room. And your hammer comes back to you. Does it appear like the energy at the center of the room has grown stronger with this new addition, or...? It does appear to be not hindering it, <laughs> but possibly helping it. It does appear to be not hindering it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is, if that is all you're doing... I mean, I could action surge, but I don't see a point for it right now. <laughs> Novreth's turn. He zips towards you, Flint, and swings at you twice with his long sword. Uh, 21 for the first action, 18 for the bonus action. Uh, they will both hit. That's going to be 23 slashing damage, uh, non-magical. Okay, I will take 20 of that. Okay, uh, it is Varnox's turn. Okay. Is he going to uh, turn I... before me? He was always before. What? This is always. bullshit. I know, right? <laughs> right? 
I'm on y'all's side, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I want to see y'all win, but, you know, I'm going to do what I can to make sure... I'm going to cradle uh, my Mystic Arcanum, which is pretty much half of a skull with uh, with a kind of a dried eyeball, like, sewn into the eye socket, and uh, I am going to hold it, and the eye glows, and I'm casting Eye Bite on Flint. So, Flint, if you will, please give me a wisdom saving throw. I have a question. Can he hold his four a-hole replicas of himself on me while casting this on Flint? I'm going to go ahead and roll that save anyway. Wait, so I just, it. you know, roll. Well, I'm just wondering if it might cancel mine out because if if it is a concentration spell, he can't do both at once, so. You'll just have to find out. <laughs> yeah, I'll just gonna yeah I am trying out. to find out. Uh, that's 14 for me. That will not do it. You are sickened. You are considered mm. considered poisoned, sir. Uh, does it help that I'm resistant to poison? It does. You uh, take half. No, it just says you're sickened. The tar- target has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, and at the end of each turn, you can make a wisdom saving throw. It's not you're not poisoned. You're just sickened, like you're okay. nauseous. Yep. Like you've got a yep. cold. <laughs> yep. Something's you been got, going around. You got sure. the bomb. Yeah, I got stuff on. Um, and yeah, the mirror image is still there because okay. it's not concentration. So you've got four in front of you. Okay, well, that's bullshit. <sighs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to Eldritch Blast his ass. Okie dokie. And I have four beams. So I'm going to put one on each dude to find out the real Z's guy. Okay, just roll all those at disadvantage. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's 4d10. Okay, so that first one was, at disadvantage, a 22. A 22 will hit. Let me see here. Uh, One second. Okay, Uh, it hits one of my duplicates. And disadvantage on the board is a 14, and that is a 23. Okay, that hits as well. Let's see. Another duplicate poofs. Uh, ooh. I don't know why it's I telling. rolled. <laughs> the first one was a one. The second one was an 18. Um, oh, no. So that's a 10. Uh, so no, no, critically, no. critically failed, though. Um, so the third bolt... It just doesn't go anywhere. Pew. No, it, it goes... And hits Lipsinki. So sorry. I just yell, oops. Roll damage. <laughs> oh, I roll damage. Oops. I yell, oops. My bad. I did not mean to. I'm sorry. It's three force damage. Okay. Oof. Right? Okay, last one. Okay. Sixteen? No, sorry. Damn! I feel very ineffectual, Asthea. You, you, you got rid of two of my images. I did. Great. I did. It's um, not what I wanted to do. Okay, Ocklarth goes okay. towards uh, Lipsinki. It swings twice. It's going to be 19 on the first one, 13 on the second one. Those will both hit. 
Longsword swings down. That's going to be uh, 10 and 5, so 15 slashing damage. And then it's back to you, Lipsinki. The energy uh, is, is, you can feel it almost drawing each of you. It's like a pull that's coming out. And the skeletons now are moving towards you at your location slowly, but are there. Um, so we've got... A uh, whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Lots going on. Um, how many wraiths left? Just two? Two. One on you, one on Flint. Okay. So... I'm going to yell, I like your style. And I'm also going to Eldritch Blast. So I will have, yeah, three beams. So I'm going to try and hit. Well, can I just do them all at the same person? Yeah. Great. I mean, make one at a time just in case you kill them before. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I won't. I don't even remember him taking any damage, so. He keeps capturing all my spells, but I'm going to try for Marnox. So that is 20. At disadvantage. Oh, 23, but at disadvantage, 17? No, I'm sorry. So that's one. Uh, Nat 20. Too bad for me. Uh, But a 20. 20 will hit, and uh, it hits me. (gasps) Okay, so... Well, it's not, it's not the most damaging spell, is it? God damn. But it is if, if, you know, you get all of them on one card. Okay, well, it's two damage on that first one. Yeah, that's two more than we had before. <laughs> it's true. And now we know the real one. It's true. Two damage on yep, you? Yeah, two damage, and then... I'm going to use... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to fire my last, my last bolt at you. Okay. Um... But it is... Oh, it's a 19? 19 hit? A 19 will hit me. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it hits me. Uh, Okay, so that is nine damage on that one. Okay, so... Sorry, I need to mark it Mm -hmm. down real quick. I took how much damage total? 11. 11 damage. And I am going to use Reaction Hellish Rebuke. (gasps) No. Um... Can you hellish so, rebuke his hellish rebuke? <laughs> yeah, like what would that be like? <laughs> yeah, technically. Um, and we'll do that at a. Let's see how many of these I got left. We'll do that's at a fifth level. So if you will give me a dexterity saving throw, I will do that. That is a nineteen. A nineteen. Does not oh, do it. Boy. So you will take 6d10. Holy moly. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Carla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so far, you've been shot by arrows, shot by a so called friend. And now you I'm take 45, uh, 45 fire damage. Great. Oh, great, 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 great. Better start adding up this damage. I can't do it on the old character sheet, but. It's really getting up there. I better start. <laughs> Flint, it's your turn. Okay, there's some jackass on me, right? Uh, yes, sir. That would be Navrith. Uh, and how far away is uh, Varanox from me? Uh, other side of the room. So we said movement, movement, 60 perimeter, 45-ish, 50. I don't know how math that's, works. That's how circle math works? Yep. Mm. In this world. 
There's a big portal sense. in the middle. That's right, there is, yeah. Distorts time and space. Uh, in that case, I will uh, throw my dwarven thrower at Varanox across the room. And at disadvantage, correct? Because I feel second? Yes. Okay. Uh, first one's a 27. Like he's yakking this entire Second one's a 22. 22 will hit me. Okay. Uh, that's full damage, 16. <gasps> okay. And onward and upward again. Ooh, that's a fun one. So that's a 31 on the first one. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. 17. 17 does not hit. Okay. Shit. All right. Third last off. Yeah. All right. Uh, 24. Second roll, 21. 21 hits. Okay. We'll throw that towards you. 14 damage on that one. Okay. And sure, all action surge. Why not? Just do it. One Let's more. Let's kill Kyle. Right? Uh, <laughs> 25 on the first one. And that's a 22 on the second one. Battle hit as well. And that's 5 and 8, so 13 damage. Now there's some damage. That's that's some good old wholesome damage right there. Some champion fighter what. damage right there for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and what's the saving throw? It was wisdom? Yes. And I can do that at the end of my turn? Yes, you can. Okay. 17? No, sorry. Okay. Still sick. All right. I mean, I got a plus 13 to hit with that with that hammer, so it's not <laughs> terrible rolling at disadvantage. Mm-hmm. No, no, I mean, it's the best I can do to keep you from just murdering me. Yeah, no, it's fair. <laughs> uh, Navreth's turn. Swings again at Flint. Uh... 25 and a 9 to hit. So that's one. Uh, the 9 will not do it. Mm, funny. <laughs> uh, 10 slashing damage comes at your face. Okay, I'll take 7. Varanox, it is your turn. Um, I'm going to use my action uh, to... Re- I, I can use the eye bite on pretty much anybody. So um, I need... Lipsinky, go ahead and also give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that is a 22. Also, I have advantage okay. on wisdom saving throws against magic, which okay. I assume no. gross floating eyeballs call is. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Uh, no, you're good to go. You, uh, you start to maybe feel a little sleepy, but then you shake it off. And um, let's see, do I have anything else I should do? Oh my god. Um, so, uh, no, um, I am going to. I'm going to move, use my movement and start moving towards Lipsinky. And uh, that's, that's all in my turn there. Is he still two people or one person because we've hit him and we know where he is? I think I still have one up. Yeah. So it's just, you still you have a better chance of hitting him once it gets down to that, but it still maintains. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Well, I guess I'm going to Eldritch blast them again because that's my best option. Go for it. So uh, I made a mistake before, so I'm really glad that only one out of my four hit you because it should only be three. I misread. Okay. I misread my character sheet and I saw level 17 here, but it's we're only level 16. Yeah. So it's only three. And it's at disadvantage. Yes. 
Well, well that's disappointing. Okay, that's 18. The 18 meets. Okay, oh. well, good. Yay for plus nine. But it hits hits my last buddy, and poof, goes that buddy. Nice. All right, well, last two's coming right at you. Is it at okay. disadvantage still? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, how about 17? 17 does not hit. Okay. Fuck off. Nothing hits. <laughs> and I just give you big, two big birds. You got rid of the guy. You got rid of yeah. one of the mirror images. Yeah, I so now did. it's just True. down yeah. to him. The skeletons are now moving away from Thea and towards Flint. Oh. I was going to say, can I move? I've been in the same corner huddled. You can. You did just, your movement was the two birds. You threw <laughs> that is not my movement. I can totally fly the birds as well as move towards my buddies. Who's closest to me? Okay. But I didn't say that they moved until after okay. your turn. I just keep forgetting I can use my legs and walk. You can. <laughs> You're on the other side of the room from everybody else. Though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Flint, you've got ten skeletons coming towards you. Okay. That are going to start uh, flailing and swinging. And four of them will hit you with uh, 18 or above. Uh, 16, 12, 18 bludgeoning damage as the skeletons have now swarmed you. Okay. Lipsinki, it's your turn. Skeletons are swarming Flint. Varanox is moving towards you. The energy is pulling against you now. I'm going to get you to make a strength saving throw. That is an 18. You feel it pulling against you like it's trying to suck you into the portal itself, but you hold your ground. Okay. I am going to... <laughs> Maybe this is the thing. <laughs> Can I... Uh, I'm going to cast Alter Self, and I'm going to make myself look just like Varnox. So his creatures won't attack me anymore because they'll think that I'm him. Okay. Great. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> um. I do it too. <laughs> now there's three Varnox. Now we all look like Varnox. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Seeing uh, double six uh, Varnoxes. Oh my oh, gosh. No. It's back. All right. I mean, Change it doesn't height, really give weight, facial hair everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really no. give me any advantage other than that. I mean, but. Okay, so, yeah, that happens. You... Yeah. Yeah. You just look like yeah, him. Yeah, you look like him. Uh, Ocklarth, who I accidentally forgot their turn, off the top, gives a double take and is now confused. Uh, Flint, it is your turn. You have ten skeletons and a Navrath on you. Lots of buddies. Lots of buddies yeah, to play with. Yeah, I got so many buddies. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh... <laughs> What to do with this? <laughs> Kill them. Kill them all. Swing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'll swing away with my moist tongue longsword okay. that I have uh, equipped into my hands and have shouted out the word moist. Yes, that has to happen. Yep. I'm sure you'll lick them. <laughs> That's right. Lick them good. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. I'm sure that joke's been made. I guess I'll just start like hacking away here. Uh, 24. Yep, the first one. I mean, these things literally don't have the basic human armor of skin. No, they're just skeletons. So. All right. Uh, yeah, so that is uh, 13 damage on the first one. 
Yeah, one of them dusts and blows up in front of you. Okay. Uh, I'll attack a second one. That is a 24. Also will hit. And that is 12 damage on that one. Uh, you cut into it, and it's it falls to the ground and is like holding on to your foot, but it it doesn't have legs anymore. Okay, <laughs> uh, and I'll take my dwarven thrower and I'll throw it at uh, the Varanox that I know to be Varanox, <laughs> because Wait. I saw where he was. <laughs> They've swapped uh, seat. Oh no! First one's Put them under two big cups. Still with disadvantage, I'm assuming. Yeah, still with disadvantage. Okay. Second one, uh, well, actually, the 25 was the worst of the two, so... Nice. <laughs> Not too shabby. Uh, and that'll be 14 damage. Okay. And I guess I'll keep trying to, like, push skeletons off me to wrap up my turn. Oh, yeah. I should roll my wisdom save. Yep. Hey. No oh god. I don't know where the dice went. Hang on. Uh, not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. This dice uh, is just not good enough. Navreth goes and swings at you. First action is 26 flint. Uh, second one's an 8. So you're going to take 8 slashing damage. I will take 5 of it. And then Varnox, you are up. I am going, now that I've moved up to Lipsinki, I'm going to say it's quite a flattering form you've taken. Perhaps it is, uh, I can only get away with one this time. And I'm going to attempt and, and grapple. Yes. <laughs> very, very into myself. Sensual. <laughs> About time. Right? <laughs> grapple. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Don't to attempt a take, grapple. Is that just like a strength contest? Russ? Wow. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah. Straight strength. Okay. Against all odds, Zee. my tiny gnome has rolled a 19. <laughs> so. You're not tiny anymore, though. Oh, that's true. But yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. It, do y'all do, who would win it as a 19 versus 19? Of course we tie. We're the same be. man right now. <laughs> right? Exactly. Maybe it's, they've uh, got each other and they're just yeah. locked in this. It's like, like a cobra and a mongoose. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, yeah, roll again. Because you have the same modifier, so. We'll see who gets tired first. Okay. Roll for tired. <laughs> uh, 14. It's a 15 this time. No. Oh, so close. Oh. So I'm close. Now that I've got Lipsinky grappled, I am going to use whatever movement I have to move us towards the portal and jump in. And as I do, I say, if you've lost something in this world, Orcus can provide it back to you. Follow his path, and you'll find everything that you've been looking for. Maybe even companions you've lost. Who knows what's on the other side, but we're about to find out. And I drop back into the portal with Lipsinky. The two of them fall backwards into the portal, get sucked in, and in an explosion of energy, it shoots up and echoes through the room and sucks back in. The skeletons get sucked in by the force behind them. Both of you make a strength saving throw. Ones, ones, ones. Nat 20. Oh, okay. Fuck. Oh, wow. Uh, 13. Still at disadvantage because you're sickened. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> well, I don't know uh, if I'd no, be No, 13 there, was, was better. Or was worse than what was rolled. Uh, Flint, you, 
because of the amount of skeletons around you, you get sucked down and kind of skid along the ground as they get sucked behind you and explode in dust and debris. You hear from down the hall the groaning zombies amassing as the walls echo with this explosion. And you look down in the middle of the room and you see Lipsinki's bracer sitting where the portal shut. We flash to Lipsinki and Varnox jumping backwards through the open portal. The two are seen falling through darkness. The sound of a crying wind whipping past them before we see Lipsinki crashing to the ground, hitting hard. The sound of bones crunching echoes out into the stale air. Lying motionless, what do you do? Uh, why did you... I can't... Can I even move? Am I like... Yeah, after after a moment of catching your breath, you are able to move. Um, then I guess I will stand up and look around and see if I can see what I can see. As the moment passes, you give yourself just a, a feel over. The sound of the breaking bones wasn't yourself. It was the ground around you. You put your hands down to lift yourself up and look around where you are, and you see that the ground is littered with skeletal remains. You look out beyond and you strain to see, even being able to see in darkness as you can. You hear strong, slow footsteps coming closer from behind you. As you hear Varnox say, Welcome to the Promised Land, Miss Pip Diggins. This is Thanatos, the home of our demon prince and lord of the undead, Orcus. Why did you bring me to this cursed place? He gives a low chuckle as you look out and your eyes begin to focus a little more and you see your surroundings a little more clearly. There's rolling hills in front of you. You see the silhouette of Varanox and the sound of moans and hisses and cries rush over the rolling hills, the rubble, the bones, and barren rock. And as they hit you and surround you, you begin to feel dread flow through your being. You look out over spinning and reeling, and you see a sea filled with not water, but a roiling, churning ocean of black-red blood. The stench of copper, death, and decay hits you, causing you to gag on the air you breathe as you feel your own life beginning to leave your body. You hear Varnox chuckle again as you gasp for air and fall to your knees, and he says, Not yet. Suddenly, a snap rings out and all goes silent. You find yourself in a new room. You gasp for air. Stale as it is, you feel it's no longer killing you. Varanok speaks from the far side of this new space. You look up and you see him standing illuminated by a red light through a door. And he says, 
There are some beings with special abilities that the Demon Prince has taken an interest in. You? You are one of those beings. Your time will come, but for now, Miss Pip Diggins, I encourage you to make yourself at home. And the door closes behind him as you hear footsteps walking away. What do you do? Um, is it genuinely just like a room, um, like a cell, or what am I in? As you begin to focus more, you feel around, and the ground doesn't feel like ground. It has a, a soft, almost flesh feel to it. And as you make your way around the room that you feel you are in, you run into jagged bars that surround you. And you find that you are, in fact, in a cell. Make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck. 11. I have a plus Mm. six. Still did not, didn't do good. Okay. Um, I would also like you to roll percentile dice, please. Okie dokie. 39. The wisdom saving throw was for um, overcoming madness. Mm. You take a level of orcus madness. Lipsinki Pip Diggins is compelled to make the weak suffer. Mm-hmm. So as this madness washes over you, describe to me as best you can how Lipsinki is feeling and dealing with this. I almost wonder if she wouldn't sort of almost split. Like this is already a person who is used to dealing with creatures sort of speaking in her head from beyond. And I think maybe this level of grossness and trauma splits. So she has, now there's a new evil lip syncy, but the nice one's still inside there. But uh, she's compartmentalized these two, these two people. As you sit and this washes over you, You focus a little more on the room around you and beyond the cell, and you hear a soft, mumbled voice coming from another part of this jail, for lack of a better term. It's tough to tell which direction, as any noise you feel kind of echoes and bounces off the walls around you, and it's very disorienting. What do you do or say? Uh, hello? Is there, is there somebody there? Can I hear you? Am I? And I'm kind of like touching my head because I'm not even sure if I'm hearing it externally or if it's someone internal or what I'm hearing. As you do that, you hear the voice become more clear and the room begins to focus as your eyes acclimatize to it. And you see... A figure a distance away, glowing a soft gray blue. And the voice becomes clearer. You hear them whispering to themselves. As the figure rocks back and forth, a soft, Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Is heard.
The song Nowhere Land is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music, sound effects, and ambience can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Ryan Cushman, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. To become a patron, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you get exclusive content, including an entire exclusive campaign, Dungeons Downtime episodes, early access to our new show Facing Fate, which kicks off January 2020, as well as a whole slew of other amazing bonus exclusive content. Visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to check it out today. Uh, and with that, and oh. kick the dog and tell her to stop licking her no, butt. No, I can't reach her, but you can. Hey, <laughs> stop slurping your a-hole. <laughs> and with that... Sorry, those words came out of my mouth. Uh, you wake up the next day. Grab you're missing your... Makeup? You're missing your kidneys. It's been such a long time. You're in an ice bath. The kids up I on the it. table. <laughs> there you go, creating another fable. That's all D&D <laughs> is. You wanted to. Wait, you got a thing for things. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Some say it's weird, but <laughs> I have a thing for things. Hey, don't look at my screen. Don't look at my screen. Don't don't, <laughs> don't you look don't at my screen. It. Don't you do it. Don't look at mine. God, see it in the glasses. Thing for things? All the secrets. Um, a man holding a a a, a crossbow. 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 <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. An arrow gun. <laughs> An arrow gun. <laughs> um. It's my turn, I assume, right? No. Yes. <laughs> yep. The zombies come back. Oh, no. That was really rude of you because I thought for sure Carla was going to kill him. And I was going to be like, well, it's just going to be like Flinty and Nular all over again. And I'm not going to get to play. As, Why is everything here so disgusting? I guess because I'm in hell. Because you're, well, you're, you're, really you're not gross. in hell. You're not I'm in hell. In you're in the 113th the layer of the abyss. Yeah, which is worse than hell. Well, it is because everything is, real is gross. gross. It's is blood lakes and fleshy, but, soft yeah. Yeah. cells. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, moon base, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. 
Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta Out.